Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Let us just take a pause for one second because today is episode 26, which means that we are halfway to a year of making this podcast. And Corey and I are, one, like so grateful that you're here to listen to us every week. And two, so excited to be able to continue to share content with you that we feel like elevates and motivates and encourages women in business. So Whoop, whoop, we're throwing some confetti over here. 26 feels like a big deal to us. So <laughs> it's a milestone. It's a huge yeah, milestone. Look at us hitting milestones. That is good. I love that. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about giving your clients, giving your community the things that they need. We've titled this, give them what they're asking for. And it's all about creating things that people around you, people in your community, people that you already serve are asking for you to create. Right. And I think sometimes we talk a lot about ourselves and our offerings in our business. Like we're real quick to share about that. But I think that as we begin to get back to in-person networking, which I feel like we're all doing and just loving it. Um, I think that we need to do a little more listening. Maybe uh, we need to start asking people, you know, are there gaps? How can I serve best? And listening into the other conversations that people in your community, people in your business groups, um, people in your mom's groups, maybe even people at your you know, carpool line, if y'all are t- chit-chatting, maybe start listening to um, ways that you can help serve with the things that you're already doing. So start watching watching for gaps in the market and areas that are being underserved in your either online space or in your physical, like local community. Um, because these are really flagged areas um, to begin thinking about ways that you can be the solution. Maybe it's the product that you are selling. Maybe it's the service that you can provide that will really serve a need in those gaps. Right. Think about the time, a time in your business where you've had a client respond, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I needed. Or I didn't even know I needed this. Like those moments can be really pivotal in your business personally and professionally. But here's the deal. There's a caveat (laughs) because uh, giving your community what they want, uh, meeting a need where there's a gap, it can serve two purposes. Okay. It can give you the confidence to create something new that sets your heart on fire, or it can lead you to something that you didn't even know that you would love. Like these are, these are positive caveats um, because there's negative things too. Like sometimes it feels like it's just not going to work out. Sometimes it's not the right time. So we wanted to kind of lead you through knowing how to create things that people are asking for, and then just give you some tips, um, you know, Southern Baptist style, where we're going to pinpoint point one, two, and three, um, <laughs> uh, things just to help you um, help you know that you're on the right track. And, you know, we just, we could all use a little bit more pouring into today. So that's what we're going to do. Amen. I mean, preach it. Amen. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so Corey and I both have experience, you know, we've been in business. We're like the old ladies in business over here. Um, <laughs> But we have experience where we have built things that just did not take off. We have mm-hmm. we have built things that people ask for. If you, if you have been a photographer before and somebody <laughs> has not asked you to teach them how to use their camera, which then made you go, I bet everybody would like me to teach them how to use my camera. And then you end up creating some kind of something, some class mm-hmm. and people are paying you very little money. Like then were you actually ever a photographer? I think that I is mean, something that we all 
all yes. here. I mean, truly, I'm going to raise both hands because I really and truly, and this goes right along with what you were saying, Melissa, about how sometimes it can lead you to something you didn't even know you would love so much. So it was always whenever I would be on a photo shoot with a senior client and the mom would be over my shoulder, you know, watching and just loving all of what we were doing. And she'd be like, yeah, I have a fa fancy camera like that. I really don't know how to use it. It's collecting dust on the shelf. And I was like, well, I can help you. Do I can help you learn how to do that. Exactly what you said, Melissa. And so I did. I created an in-person workshop and I taught it like a time or two. I created an online like mini course that I walked people through. And here's the thing. They loved it. I didn't necessarily love the content I was teaching, but what it did was lead me to something I didn't even know I was going to love so much, which was developing curriculum, which hello, I have a master's in education in curriculum and instruction. So that is something that is in my wheelhouse, but it led me to use the skills that I used on that very first project long ago to some of the things that Melissa and I are creating today. So it can lead you to something else, but, you know, try it out, see what happens. Right. And for me, you know, as a photographer, every, every photographer goes through the so-and-so needs to know how to use their camera. So let me create something that's going to teach people how to use their camera as if they can't read the instruction manual from Canon themselves. But they're not, going to. They're, they're not going they're not, to. they're not going to. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. So <clears throat> for me, one thing that people always said when I said I I'm starting to fall out of love with photography, with shooting weddings, with all the things, they were like, well, why don't you create some presets? Let me just tell you what I never wanted to do in my entire <laughs> life. I never wanted to create presets. That was the bane of my existence. That might as well have been me saying, you know what, like, I'm done. I'm going to put the nail in the coffin myself and I'm going to do it with presets because that's kind of the exit move for everybody. Right. And so um, I went to this really awesome retreat a couple years ago and the ladies there were like, can you shoot some pictures of me? I was like, yeah, I've got my iPhone and I will edit them in Lightroom and it'll be great. And as soon as I did, they were all like, you have to give me these presets. I had no desire. I had no desire to do that. But do you know what ended up happening? I created some presets. I worked with my friend, Caitlin. She's incredible. She was my launch coach and she helped me create an actual launch to release these presets. It was something that I, like I contacted Corey about because I knew I was, she had done them before. Right. Let me, you're like, let me just ask you some questions. I said, sure. I'm an open book. Right. And so we talked about it and I was like, I want to do this big. I feel like everything else when I was trying to sell or solicit a course or doing that whole camera class that I had, I even had a cute logo. I'm just saying it was very legitimate. Yeah. Mine was um, called camera school. Like it was for real. Camera school. Mine was, was, real. Mine was project connect. Cause oh. I'm going to help you connect with your camera. Look at you, Melissa. Look at oh. you. It was purple and black. I was very, very <laughs> in the now. And so, you know, it's what it was. It was a great program. And I'm sure that it helped a couple, the three people I served with it. But, you know, that was, you know. But so I created these presets and Corey and I talked about it. And um, one thing that we laugh about is that she was, I asked her, I was like, how, how did, how did this work? And you were like, oh, it's great. I've sold like 20 of them. It's been fantastic because it wasn't something that she was like consistently promoting. Do you know why? Because people had just asked her to make them. And so she made them and threw <laughs> yeah. them on her website. And I was like, okay, well, I want to, I want to, I'm going to try to make this like a launch where I'm going to be able to put like intentional time in it. Because remember, this is my exit from photography. I'm going to sell presets. And so I put them together. We did this whole campaign and um, the week before the launch, and this was like a six or eight week project that I was working on the week before the launch, my manager got sick and she ended up in the hospital. So I had to do the whole launch by myself. And let me tell you what I learned from that project was it was something that I didn't really want to do. People were asking for it, but what it did was I was able to handle that whole launch. It was went off without any problems. 
like 1300 bucks my first day selling mm-hmm. these presets. And I said, you know what? This taught me that I was able to do something by myself that I had not been able to do before. And so it's like, even though it was something that people asked for and it wasn't something that I really wanted, exactly like Corey just said, it led me to a confidence of being able to execute a, a full, real big scale launch for me and my company um, on my own. And it ended up giving me the confidence to launch a coaching program, to launch the business reboot with Corey, to all the things. I would have never had that had I not started with that one thing that somebody was asking for. So even if it doesn't end up being the thing that you do forever, like it's absolutely worth the try. Right. Well, and talking about how it may not last forever, but sometimes it may actually be the next thing that you are called to do. For instance, pivoting into brand photography. I had friends ask years ago, I'm talking like this was five years in the making. Uh, and I jumped right in. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'll come into your bakery or I'll meet you downtown and we'll we'll do this. Um, and now I've made a full pivot into it. It was not something that was on my radar at all. But a couple of my friends who are also business owners were like, hey, listen, could you do this for me? And what happened was I was so inspired and having the conversations with other business owners were, it was just, it was so exciting to, to talk about how they could use these images, how they, it was just another level of creativity that I had never had with photo shoots before. And now it's something that not only am I doing for clients, you know, primarily, but I'm also teaching other photographers how to get into this. And so had I not listened to that local you know community of business owners and friends that were asking me to do that. And I also noticed that there was a huge gap. Nobody else was was so focused on serving these types of clients in our community. And it literally exploded. So you don't know until you try it. It may right. be something you decide that wasn't for you and that's okay, but it may be something that is a takes your business in a completely different direction. Right. I think that the big point is that if people are asking for something from you, they believe that you're competent enough to do it and it's worth you exploring. You know, with um, even for myself with coaching, it took a friend of mine saying, you know what you're doing is coaching. You have guys <laughs> it under the under the like free mentorship banner for the last, I don't know, you know, 15 years. But what you're doing is coaching. I dare you to get on Instagram and solicit this service and just ask if people need what it is that you're wanting to offer. And I said, okay. And so I did. And within 45 minutes, I had eight inquiries and I was booking people left and right. Four months later, I booked over $18,000 worth of contracts. And so the the whole point of that is not like a brag. There's nothing special about me, but it's that my heart had been prepared and I didn't even know that people had been like that they needed something. And what it took one person asking for it for me to then it to like set off like a catalyst for me to be able to start a whole new section of my business that's going to then be able to help all these other women. And so what we want to give you, if you're like taking down notes, like we're in church at the pew, <laughs> back the pew, this is talking point number one, okay, is be quicker to listen than you are to talk. Ask questions And then simply listen, this conversation with my friend where I was like, you know, I just wish that I could serve women in this capacity. And she said, if you could do, if you could serve people in any capacity, what would it be? And I told her and her listening to me was able to breathe so much insight into myself. Um, And, and then in turn, I've been able to do that with other women. So it, it's all about listening more than you're talking. Those listening moments are like breadcrumbs. We follow those conversations and they'll tell you everything that you need to know in order to help a client or potential client. Corey had just, you know, told you all about brand photography. And that's, that was kind of what happened with your brand photography roadmap, right? 
Right. So I have a coaching client that I'm currently working with and she is pivoting from wedding photography into brand photography. And she was talking about how you know there was a specific pitch that she was um, doing or working with uh, with a specific kind of business owner. And she said, you know, I, I really don't know. Like These are the questions that they're asking. This is what I'm hearing them say. And I was like, those things that you're hearing are the breadcrumbs. Follow those. Lean into those more. Ask them very specific questions about their marketing, their content creation, what's hard about it. And then your response is sh- should be showing them how you are going to dig in with them and look at where they are and guide them into what they need. So the words that they are telling you, the, the listening part that you should be doing when you are having an inquiry call or a pitch call, listen to those things that they're asking, listen to those pain points, and then post yourself, you know, pitch yourself as the solution to those very specific things. And then it's like, well, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. She's going to be able to solve those exact points. But it came because you weren't trying to pitch yourself. You were trying to be the solution for the things that you know they're struggling with. Right. I mean, think about every commercial you have ever seen. You know, have you wanted to lose more weight? Sure. We all have. And now I found a solution. <laughs> like, hello. I mean, every every pimple patch or yes. hair color or like every every single self-care thing, every single pair of shoes, like it's all because you see somebody else doing it. If you do not think that experience is what sells, you are absolutely wrong. And so think about the words that are coming out of their mouths <laughs> and then you can figure out how to interject yourself to meet those needs. Like that's that's literally as easy as it is. Um, the second point is to look at what other people in your industry are creating and find a way to differentiate yourself. Um, Corey is going to straight kill me. She's going to say pendulum. We're going to have to all take a drink <laughs> together because it's going to be something. I'm but not saying it. I'm you're not, saying you're it. not. Don't you say it. Um, but I'll just, I will just spill the tea is that Corey and I have built an offer suite that feels so good to us here at the Business Reboot. We've got this incredible podcast. Again, thank you for six full months. Like I, yes. one, one episode with one person that's not my mom listening feels like a win. And so y'all have really like blown us away. I love you, mom. She does listen. But um, Corey's mom watches. Yes. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite. But we, um, we, you know, we've created the business reboot retreat. That was our very first, like we're doing this backwards. We're just going to see what happens situation with the next offer that we had. It was the business reboot mastermind. And that started this past January. It is fire. This Mm -hmm. group of people we're serving is incredible. And we've got more on the horizon. Yesterday, we were even sitting down because we have created a second round mastermind that is going to be for people who are trying to create and launch education platforms. So mentors. Well, you just, you just really did. I'm you trying. Just really did spill it's going to get there. It's going to get there. I got to tell you why I'm telling you all this. And Corey, don't kill me. That's why I'm <laughs> glad we're really, in different states. You are really uh, spilling the tea. If you can see my face. I'm not face looking right at now. it. I'm not looking at the screen. I'm not doing it. No, but it's it. So we're creating this program that's going to help people launch their own retreats, launch their own, their own workshops, launch their own conferences and their own coaching programs. And we sat around yesterday and we said, this is what we believe the name is going to be. What do we what do we do? We wanted to look around and see what other people in our industries were creating that we could do to be different. We saw that there's only one other creator that's in our sphere of influence that's doing that's doing something that could be considered similar. Sim similar sim mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, similar. Similar. Mm-hmm. Similar. Similar. And <laughs> and um we we started talking about it and I said, "You know what? I 
I can't. I can't mm-hmm. look at this. Put your blinders on. Put my blinders on, which is what we're trying to say. Is like you're not trying to reinvent a wheel. Um, you you can make working with you special without getting lost in a comparison trap. And so we started talking about it, and I was like, I want us to build something that's going to be specifically for our community that we're serving that reflects who we are as teachers and leaders and mentors and coaches um, that will be able to help usher other women into doing these similar things. Uh, Me looking at other people's things is not going to be good for my brain. It's not going to be good for my heart. It's not going to be good for my creativity. And so we want you to know that like you can look around at other people and see what they're creating, but then put your blinders on because if people are asking you to create this, and you start to do that and you look around, and you see other people are doing it. Y'all, other people have invented peanut butter. Do you know how many peanut butter companies there are? <laughs> Jeff wasn't only one. Okay. <laughs> do you know how many toothpaste companies there are? I mean, right. Staples sells paper clips. And so does <laughs> Tiffany's. Okay. <laughs> like anytime you think somebody else is already doing it, they're not you. They are not you. And so put your blinders on after you've listened, after you've looked. Put your blinders on. Well, and I think thank yourself for that later. Yes. And I think sometimes with market analysis and, you know, we're taught to to look at, you know, your competitors and dig in. And I think for some people that can be helpful if you have a very analytic um, brain. I think that it's really good that you can um, you can disassociate the emotions. But I think a lot of times for and I'm just going to speak for myself. uh, And I think I can probably speak for Melissa, too, in this because this is the conversation we had yesterday is that. Uh, it doesn't do it doesn't serve us well when we look at other people who are doing similar things to us or in the same wheelhouse, if you will, um, because it, you get stuck in the comparison trap. And we also have worked with people uh, that we have noticed uh, in coaching and some other things that they can quickly, as they are comparing their business or their offerings to other people, they you can quickly um, almost become that person or that offer too too much, too hard leaning in that way. And then you're losing your own magic and your own sparkle. And so know that about yourself. If you have a very analytical brain and you can dip your toe in market analysis and and looking at those things and then take the numbers and do something with it, great. But if it is something that will tear your soul apart because you're like, well, dang, somebody's already doing that. I Don't. Tear my soul apart. Get in your lane, put your blinders on and go for it because what will happen is you will roadblock yourself um, by saying, well, somebody else is already doing it and they're going to do it better than I can do it. And that is absolutely a lie from the devil. Number one, trash. number two, trash. But number two, it keeps you from putting out the thing that you were called to put out or the thing that your community needs most from you. So figure out what way works best for you. Um, we're all different. It all, it impacts all of us differently, but do what you want to do with that information. Right. And then the third point is that it's okay to repeat this process several times until you find something that sticks. Well, okay? we are proof of that. I mean, we really we have that. done some stuff. Like Corey and I have been through some some uh, embarrassing, humiliating things that you can't get more humble. So why not just try? <laughs> it's really where we're at in our life. Um, this is 40, everyone. Welcome. I mean, yes, yes. We're here to um, encourage you. Just stick that's with That's right. You. So, you know, if, if you have not found the thing that sticks yet. This is, it's actually a good sign because it means your community is talking to you and they're engaged, but this is also your permission slip to freely explore the things that your community is asking for. And maybe that your heart wants to create. You know, I told you guys that I created this photography workshop and I did like a $500, $600 mentoring session that never stuck. I would get a couple of people. I kept listening. People were saying that they wanted this, but when, um, you know, I was ready to offer business support, 
aside from just photography support. That's when my community was like, yep, that's exactly what we need. And it led, it has led to, and is continuing to still be a very successful and lucrative business model for me. And so it wasn't that they didn't need me to, um, you know, teach them. It's just that it, it, it wasn't the right time. Like I was meant to teach. I was meant to educate, but the manner in which I thought it was supposed to work wasn't it. And even, even Corey and I have talked about the fact that she's been in business with other people before. And even though they were fantastic opportunities, it was never something that was like long, like long-term. And so sometimes you just have to keep trying until it sticks. Right. And going back to your timing piece, sometimes it's a slow launch or a very long runway. It takes more time to get it off the ground, even if people are asking for it. And so if somebody's asking for something or really multiple people are asking for, for something and you do it once and it doesn't go off you know, like you think it's going to with a bang, um, just know that it might be a slower launch. It might be a longer runway. Maybe you have some things to tweak. Maybe you haven't teased it, marketed it, you know, promoted it long enough because I think that the internet, especially Instagram, is really um, problematic when we see these people that put this thing out and then all of a sudden they're touting, you know, we had a 100K launch. And you're like, well, hold on. I sold $200 mm -hmm. worth of something. I sold two. Two and right. <laughs> yeah. like, like, what is wrong with me? It, it, it takes years. And Melissa and I are here to tell you that that is normal. It is okay. Going back to brand photography. I think I did my first brand photography session five or six years ago. It is just now, you know, the last two years have I truly been focused on brand photography and pivoting into that a hundred percent because it just wasn't the right time. My girls were still in high school. I was still serving seniors in a very big way. I knew Kevin was getting ready to retire from the Marine Corps. Like there were too many life uh, cycles that were transitioning for us. It wasn't the right time for me to let go of one thing and launch this next thing. And then the business reboot came about. And so sometimes it is just things hit at the right time. At, you know, we used to have a thing, uh, saying in our um, elementary school that I taught in Beaufort, South Carolina years ago, good old shout out to Mossy Oaks Elementary, but it was like, um, be in the, the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. And I think sometimes that that, that truly is how these things come to be and how success is, is that you're just in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And so find ways that you can put yourself in those situations and be patient, um, be consistent, be diligent and listen to your market. Right. I saw this meme. It said, my problem is that I have a five, I have five year goals that I want to complete in three days. And I think that's so true. Like, that ain't the um, truth. that's right. What is that quote from the that's office true. where he says, he says, you know, I, this is a dream I've had since lunch and I am <laughs> yes. not ready yes. to give up on it. And I'm yes. like, well, okay, there it is. So, you know, it does, it takes time. So here are like our final thoughts is if you're feeling ready to change things in your business, but you're just feeling stuck or you're not sure which way to go, you want to create something new, just listen to your community. Listen to the people that you already serve. Corey and I are big proponents of creating stellar client experiences that can lead to a client journey. Like I am convinced, and I say this all the time, so people are going to be like this again, but if I were to go and, you know, sell pickles on the street corner, my clients whose weddings I shot a hundred years ago would show up and be like, oh gosh, these pickles are so good. Like they would be there to support me and to, they love um, you. you know, they do, they love me. They're buying you. They're buying the experience that you give them. And I promise you, if you can just listen to what they have to say, they will willingly tell you the next thing that you can do to serve them. 
Right. So you've heard us talk about the Business Reboot Retreat before. You've heard us talk about the Business Reboot Mastermind before. And we want to let you guys know, speaking of the next things that may be coming, um, that we have more things up our sleeve for 2023. So our email community gets first access to all the goods. Uh, we want to let you know that re another retreat is coming September. If you've been watching us on Instagram, we might have let a few things slip uh, in the past couple of weeks, but another round of Mastermind is also coming. Uh, and if you are a creative, like Melissa was saying earlier, because she just spilled the tea, uh, if you are a creative looking uh, to break into education, you aren't going to want to miss uh, any of the news that's coming out in the next few weeks. So you can visit us on Instagram, go to the link in our bio to hop on our email list there. We also have a really great resource uh, that we have just launched all about building out a phenomenal client experience. It's called 10 Ways to Love on Your Clients, and you can download that there as well. So thank you for joining us this week. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Business Reboot, or you can visit our website at thebusinessreboot.com. Uh, we will be back next week with an another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Mm -hmm.